What is up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here with another edition of Challenge Mania. This episode is brought to you by Challenge Mania Live, Washington, D.C. We're coming to the D.C. Improv this Saturday. That is October the 13th, and me and D are bringing a boatload of your challenge favorites. That's right. Kayla Casillas is in the house. Joss Mooney, Devin Walker, and Hunter Barfield. That's right. That is a loaded dais if I've ever heard of one. We have a 1 p.m. meet and greet. You can come hang out, get your pictures taken with all the challengers, and we have a 3 p.m live stage show come with your questions ready because you guys are a part of the show once again that's at the dc improv and tickets are available at challengemaniadc.com we hope to see you guys in dc this coming saturday but you guys didn't come for me you didn't come for dc you came for d so on the line right now he's just a regular old paranoid pam that's right mr Derek kaczynski what's up dude uh, I was I was hoping you'd call me a uh, left foot a uh, left footed Lenny. All call right. them what bananas called Nelson a left footed Nelly or a left footed Lenny. We got to get the we got to get the right spelling on that. I don't know. It was fun. Someone so. someone will write <laughs> us in and let us know. But this episode of the Final Reckoning was quite a good one. It had it all. It had headbutts. It had you know, crying in the voting booth. It had, uh, we saw who's going into that next elimination. It's going to be a doozy. We had some redemption house stuff. It had a really cool challenge going down the side of a building. It had it all. And we have the star of it on the show today. Miss Marie Rhoda on Twitter. She's at Marie underscore TBD. Marie is back on challenge mania to walk us through this banger of an episode. Yeah, baby. And uh, and for everyone that doesn't know, it was Scott's birthday this past weekend. So Aww. happy birthday, Scott. Thank you. On, on, on air. I don't know if you guys saw my uh, my very creative Instagram message there to you, but I, I can't believe it came out like that. But, you know, I couldn't put it any more eloquently myself. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, and I appreciate everyone who sent some kind words on Twitter or over at the Patreon, on Facebook, all that good stuff. I really appreciate you guys. It was a very fun uh, birthday. First birthday here with, uh, with Challenge Mania. So um, excited to be celebrating with you guys this Saturday. As I mentioned, Washington, D.C., the D.C. Improv. It's going to be you and me, Joss. You and Joss in the same room, in the same place since that epic elimination. I know people think we just wanted an excuse to show those clips again, and uh, yeah, we did. But, man, that's a cool photo op. If I'm a Challenge fan, and I am, I want a photo of you and me and Joss. And maybe I'm bringing, like, a figure eight ring, and I'm, I'm wrestling it away from you guys or something like that. That's going to be cool. Um, and uh, I know Hunter and, and Devin and Kayla are just as excited to see you guys in the same spot as I am. That should be fun. Really? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, first of all, you, you really appreciated me calling you the Beavis to my butthead? On yeah, your dude. birthday? Yeah, dude, as a child really? as a child of MTV, there's no higher compliment. <laughs> and I tagged them too. I was like, to Beavis and Butthead MTV and Beavis and Butthead have a have an Instagram and then I tagged them. All right, so awesome. That's cool. Uh but that no, that's that, that it really is cool. Like, you know, this guy Joss, like I mean, you know, yeah, they make they put we poke fun at each other, or you guys poke fun at me, you poke fun at me about, you know, mentioning that shit. But like even even the like a couple of clips that I put out, man, they're they're 20 second clips. I I used the 20 second clip to promote Kayla 
being at the DC Improv, who's just coming off of getting kicked off of the season, who we're going to interview for the first time. She hasn't been interviewed yet. I don't know how much she's talked about it, maybe on her YouTube channel or like that, something like that. But we're going to ask her about it, you know, right then and there, live and in person. And I haven't seen Joss. I mean, it's not like Joss makes it to the States that much. He doesn't like live here, you know. So, yeah, this is the first time we're going to see each other. Um, You know, that that should be fun. Uh, I'm really impressed on, on how he's taken all this stuff too. You, you like, you know, I'd be a little, I'd be a little bitter. And, and, and some of the people that, that are, are shitting on me for using these clips, you know, like, dude, every time I pull out like 20 seconds of that 10 minutes of TV, like it, like I see different things. I see different parts. Like I, like I heard fate, like I heard Leroy yelling faintly, like it's a fucking war or something like that. It's just, I see different things. So it's, for me, it was a, it, it was a, you know, it's, it's, it's the end. It was the, it's the end as we know it, you know? So now you have these new, new young bucks. Are you the ones, you know, here they are sort of, you know, taking over, taking over our game, taking over our, you know, know, Johnny bananas is out here. Like, you know, this is, this is where, you know, where it seems like it's going and we need more old dudes back, you know? So it's just interesting how all this is evolving. We're going to have Devin, the, all three of these guys are still in the game, Devin and, uh, Devin and, um, and Hunter both come in as mercenaries. So this is a jam packed lineup, you know what I mean? With a bunch of fucking badasses is that whether you like them or not. Yeah. Challenge Mania DC for tickets, guys. It's this Saturday at the DC Improv. We have the meet and greet tickets left. We also have general admission. If you get those, you just come sit down for the show. You get a waiter, a waitress, order a couple drinks. You watch the 90-minute stage show. Get some questions in. It's a great time. But if you do want to do the VIP meet and greet, an extra 90 minutes with all the cast members before the show, meet and greets at 1. The live show's at 3. That's at the DC Improv in our nation's capital. Uh, In addition, folks, we're coming to Atlanta. You guys were asking for it. It is November 3rd. We're coming to the Punchline Atlanta. You can get tickets for that at challengemania.live our guests so far are Brittany Nicole, Chuck Mowry, yes you heard that, Brittany and Chuck, same stage, same room, yup, and Kahuta Grindstaff, that's right, he's cool as frost he will be on the stage as well with me and D challengemania.live, that is November the 3rd, the punchline in Atlanta over there they have a different ticketing system, two things are mainly different you're going to have to pick your seats when you get them online, which is kind of cool, you can pick where you're sitting also it's two different um, you have to purchase the ticket and then you purchase the meet and greet add-on separately so same deal you can't just get the meet and greet you have to get the ga ticket and the meet and greet or just the ga ticket but they are two separate things that you have to uh, attack on i think you can still purchase them at the same time but it's two two separate clicks i believe so challenge for atlanta and uh, we mentioned the big episode. We're about to break down Marie. We're going to get to her in a second. But this episode is so big, we're going to break it down on our Patreon as well. We have some new patrons to shout out. Uh, Yusuf Muhammad, Brittany White, Brian Moran, Melissa Frain, Melanie Whitehouse, Sarah James Pierce, Heather Kerber, Jennifer Muger, Bree, Sarah Furches, Rob McKittrick, Brandy Hayden Wallace, Julie Sullivan, Dana Pascal. Thank you, guys. Iha Clark, Carolyn May, Valerie Richardson, Uncanny K, Christine Richards, Amanda. Thank you guys so much for becoming patrons. We appreciate you. We can't wait to drop our first bonus podcast for you guys. Cannot thank you enough. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like truly from the bottom of my heart, from our hearts, like we really appreciate your, uh, your, your support, man. This is, this is so cool. Like it's like, it's like a team. It's like a big fucking team that, you know, believes in, you know, what we're doing and, and what we're giving out and, what we're, and how much we're, we're putting out, you know what I mean? So 
thank really thank you guys and i hope to meet you guys you know a lot of you guys dc and atlanta and stuff like that and um so some you know fun. the people that we've already met yeah, yeah we for can't sure. wait to meet even more patrons we can't wait to wait to see you guys again if we've met you before we really appreciate you we really appreciate marie who came out to our last final reckoning viewing party at the east end here in new york and uh one more thing guys if you want to hit the best concerts the best games etc you get 10 percent off your first order of vivid seats just use the code mania that's a hookup from them just for being a challenge maniac all right speaking again hooked up with front row seats i wish i had a front row seat for what went down with sylvia and Marie on tonight's episode. We're going to break it down with Marie Rota herself. Here we go. Lego. There she is. Oh my gosh. Whoa. (laughs) Wow. Are you still crying? No, I'm not crying, guys. Uh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. I've I've rewatched that scene so many times that I'm I'm numb to it at this point. <laughs> really? Well, what scene are you even talking about? Because this episode had a couple scenes that involved you. I know. You I don't... know. I'm talking about the me and Cara moment. That's my favorite. Yeah, that was capital A adorable. <laughs> I mean, I'm still kind of crying. Yeah. Well, let's not waste any time with any super long, exaggerated intros here. Let's just go headbutt first into this episode tonight. We've got Marie Rhoda on the line after what has (laughs) got to be, I mean, a banner episode, not only for you this season, but in your history on the challenge. This had it all. It had headbutts. It had (laughs) sentimental moments in the in the private voting room. I mean, let's go through this episode before we get to all these questions everybody has for you. But how are you, Marie? I am great. You couldn't have said it better. You know, like, I feel like I finally got an episode that, like, people can remember what I'm about, you know? So I'm super excited for it. (laughs) Well, it all came to fruition tonight, but um, the seeds were planted a few weeks ago. You had an episode in which you had Cara Maria's back, whereas everyone seemed to be against her, her back against the wall, people hurling insults at her, and you elected to side with your partner instead of what was seemingly your alliance at the time or the closest thing you had to one with the Lavender Ladies. And then that certainly played out tonight, both on the Cara end and on the Sylvia end. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the good? Do you want to start with the bad? I mean, what, what do you want to talk about first? The headbutt or the... Uh... I'm so, like, I'm so overwhelmed by, like, people, like, messaging me and tweeting me right now that, like, I'm going to let you guys run with this. Okay. All right. So let's start Let's start with the headbutt because um, I joked that when I saw you guys talking at the bar and, you know, you seemed to be, you know, upset but had a little bit of playfulness to you, whereas, like... There were some moments where you're looking like the other way and Sylvia's behind you just going ape shit. And, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, if I didn't even know a headbutt was going down this episode, I might have a feeling there might be a headbutt going down. Um, talk <laughs> about how this how this happened, because you don't really see that from Sylvia too often. I mean, you do see you, you get into arguments, but I've never seen either of you get that intense. Um, what was it about this particular moment and this particular, I don't know, few hours or the day leading up to it that made yeah. everything come to a head pun intended so prior to coming on the show i was really really close with sylvia from the last season uh me kayla her and cam you know and for me it wasn't necessarily about having to go in it was about the fact that she wouldn't give me a second to speak to her 
And for me, like, if you're my girl, like, if it was Kayla, like, Kayla would never, you know, like, she'd come, she'd sit me down, whether it was, like, bad news or good news, she'd tell me, and I'd have to accept that, you know? But the fact that she kept walking away from me really frustrated me. And on top of that, there was a plan in action had I had been able to get Sylvia to sign on board. But I couldn't do that because I couldn't speak to her. Are you, are you allowed to say what that was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So here's the pitch and here's the reality of everything, right? Yes, I was desperate. I was in a bad place, right? But on the other side of it, Joss and Sylvia now with Corey and Devin coming in, they're the bottom of the pecking order after us. So we were about to pitch like them just not voting for us anyway. And like fig- we had like some crazy plan. I don't know. I don't remember. But... That's the reason why Johnny and Tony actually voted for Ashley and Hunter, because it all had to do with whatever conversation was going on between, say, Johnny and Joss, because they were talking a lot, or, like, me and Sylvia. Yeah, so, like, at some point... Hey, Marie, how's it going? I don't know hey. if you kept the intro in there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, my, my question is, is like, I, I get it. I get it. The only way for you to get out is to get the, the next the next person that's going to go in like the fourth one up or whatever. Um, so, but at some point, did you think like, I feel like you were in desperation mode. So were you in desperation mode? Were you doing anything you could to uh, survive this, this vote? Um, did, did you not feel at some point that they were, that's the only thing they could do because no, of, of you had course, car on your side? No, no, no. Of course I knew where I, I stood. I've, I've, I knew where I stood when we got to Africa. I'm not stupid, but I do know how to like play some things sometimes. The bottom line was that you're right, right? At the end of the day, it's going to come down to a lavender lady thing, right? But at this point, it's not a lavender lady game now. It's a TYB game. Mm-hmm. So the second that, you know, me and, Sil- me and Cargo, the lavender ladies aren't necessarily in control anymore because the bond that Corey Nelson and Hunter have is much stronger than anyone else's bond. So we were, we were just like pitching things left and right for, for us. Also, it was like, you know, most of these teams, Shane Nelson, you guys just went against Brad and Kyle in elimination. Like, but now you're coming after us. And the other part of it with like the whole Shane situation uh, situation was that like, that was my roommate. Like we were best friends and it wasn't necessarily about, you know, I, I get, I understand everything. I understand why they would put me in everything else. Like, I totally get it. That was me trying to do what I had to do. But like with Shane, it was kind of like, you're my really, really good friend here. I'm getting the majority of the votes anyway. Can't you vote some way else? And I understand also why he wouldn't be able to do that. But this is what's going on in my head during all of that craziness. But you're trying to survive. So you're, you're trying to figure out all types of different ways. To, to get through and, and Joss and Sylvia are that next step and she wouldn't let you talk to her. Got it. Yes. Got it. What, yes. what was that card game you guys were playing and why was she so offended that you wanted to tack on some, some game discussion there? And how, how common is that on the show that people are like, all right guys, we're just going to play crazy eights or asshole or whatever. Well, that, well that was my entire frustration. That was the reason why I was going crazy. Cause anytime, like even if it was just trying to figure out exactly where their votes were going, like when I was sitting there in the room with Shane, that was the first time that like I heard for sure that he was going to like be saying my name. So what, so what is the pecking order right now? As we're watching the game play right now, like, is it, is it Shane and Nelson at the top? 
and then it goes what, Hunter and Ashley, and then uh, who who else is left? Or so Devin Corey? Oh, Devin Corey, Devin Corey. So Devin Corey, a uh, Devin Corey, and Shannon Nelson should realistically possibly be running the show because that's four guys, four votes. Like all of them are likely to possibly win something. And yeah. then it comes the next couple of guy girl teams. Okay. I got you. I'm seeing you. And then, and then that would have been a good move is to try to pull sway Sylvia and Josh your way. Um, uh, but, but, but they weren't budget. They were sticking lavender ladies. And why aren't you a lavender lady? I thought you were a lavender <laughs> lady. Where did I miss all this? I've never been a lavender lady. Oh, first wow. and foremost, that was created on invasion when they were in the house and they had their room. I was, I went home the first episode that season. So oh. I'm no, I'm no groupie or whatever. And then, um, uh. Actually, I think it was after we were all like in a group text and somebody was mad that I was like friends with Jenna and I like left the group text. So I'm not even in the lavender lady groupie text anymore. Wow. <laughs> you got kicked out of that. No, I removed myself. This was years ago. Oh, though. oh wow. <laughs> I didn't know it was that serious, but you're- it's, it's really not serious. It's really not serious at all. It's a joke between us. While you were it's- in that text, who gets it the worst in that text? Like, who are they talking about the most? Is it Jenna? Is it Carl? No, 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 no. I mean, who's that was so it? long. It, Honestly, it's mostly each other just harassing each other and making fun of each other. Okay. It's nothing like that. I'll let you off the hook. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Um, so what, what else is, what else is going on in your, in your head? Well, okay. This episode? Well, Cause we, we don't, do, we don't, we don't do this. It's like, it's like, it's like fresh. We just watched it. Like I've got tons of notes, lots of stuff happened, but I want to know what's going on in okay. Marie's head with everything <laughs> and everybody and, and all the, all the, all the, all the statements that they made. Behind, behind closed doors. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, there's so many parts. I don't know. Like, um, when we actually, when Sylvia actually headbutts me, if you listen carefully, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm past the like zone of being saved. Right. So what is my best option? If I'm marked to go in, have Sylvia hit me. If you notice, you were uh, kind of, I start planting seeds. I I was, but I was totally the instigator. 100%. Yeah. But at the same time, as I was instigating, I was saying that she was. Yeah, it was a, it was a blatant dick move, Marie. <laughs> um, but but you were trying to save your ass, and that was your move. That was, that was my move. Taking. Let's yeah, let's oh, talk about the logistics of this physical altercation. We're not going to call it a fight because we know if it was a fight, somebody would have went home. But I mean, this was was pretty crazy because we had Toka and Razor. I'll just call the two security guards that from Ninja Turtles <laughs> two, kind of just standing there. Obviously, if something went down, they'd be able to break it up fairly easily. They then sort of just remain there in the middle of your kitchen conversations. But talk about. I, I mean, was there an off camera <laughs> discussion with? the you know who's where it was kind of laid out why it was okay to have as much physical contact that you guys had, whereas some people may have skirted around that and not had the same amount of luck because I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't know that it was necessarily a full fledged headbutt. there was definitely some initiated contact by yourself. And then she Mm -hmm. definitely took the bait and came at you. There wasn't like a hard thud. Nobody fell or anything like that, but I don't know. It's kind of a gray area. So was it explained to you or anyone else why you guys got off the hook here? What had happened was after everything come down after the fight, um, they just kind of put us to bed. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) I mean, I, I wish I would have went back and like, you know, when you're playing soccer, when you're young and like somebody hits you and you like fall down, like it's like the most terrible thing in the world. Like that's what I should have done. Yeah. You should have flopped. 
I should have made a scene. I already <laughs> was making one. I should have just added to it, you know. But, uh, um, yeah, there's a basketball player named Manu Ginobili who's known for his flopping is what they call it. <laughs> when somebody barely grazes him and he hits the floor and they call a foul in the finals. And that would have been big. That would have been like the move of the season. If you, yeah, got, that her, been a great if you got her kicked out from like a phantom barely grazed you headbutt because you just like went, you know. <laughs> over tea kettle in the in the kitchen and everyone just raced to your rescue and then you went confessional and were just like how about i just threw myself on the ground how about that <laughs> yeah right that would have worked that way but yeah definitely did anybody complain um, like well, we're because well, yeah oh go my ahead. god everyone complained well that well that's <laughs> that's why you hear me so you hear me go <laughs> it was her, you know, and then I'm like, do it again. Because I think I realized after I was initially headbutted that, Oh, I could work with this, you know? And I was like, I need to go back. I need another one. <laughs> so you, you it's did, a, there was... as bad of a headbutt as you needed to get her kicked no, off. No, but you knew you not would get... the reaction I needed. I heard a difference in her tone. Like I've never heard her in that tone of voice that she got when she throws it. Like that was a side of her that she was truly, truly angry. I've never oh, when seen Sylvia's angry. Yeah. She's, her eyes turn over like glass black. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that Yikes. was, yeah. So, so, so talk about, I mean, you mentioned people were upset about it cause, cause uh, the so, same yeah. way. Yeah. So was Johnny, I mean, not me, Johnny's party reliance, but these people who are so obsessed with gameplay and, and, and being out for themselves. I mean, were there people who were like, Hey, I know two teams that should be going home now. Hey, Hey, TJ, where are you? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. When we woke up the next morning, um, like we were doing nominations and the head producer called me over and he was like, are you hurt? And at this point I was like, no, like yada, yada, yada. And he's like, you know, this is your warning, but we couldn't really tell from the footage, like who started it or who would be in trouble. And at that point, like, I was just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go through with this. Like I saw what happened with Kayla and Melissa, you know? So the last thing I need is to like start a big craziness over something that was nothing to me. You're like, it's okay. I'm not going to press charges if she's not exactly. going to press charges. Uh, exactly. It's fine. Let's continue on with the game before we both get kicked out of here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, can yep. you point fingers at anyone in particular who was who was just like really up in arms with the fact that you guys were getting away with this or no? Um, Ashley was pretty upset considering I had tossed her across the room that one night that they didn't show. Um, so it was kind of like my second warning. But everyone felt that because I was Kara. Um, I was kind of like protective, but that wasn't the oh, case. Oh, so it's by way oh. of Kara. Cause I was going to say, Johnny gets all this. Everyone says Johnny gets special treatment, Johnny, this Johnny, that, but it sounds like Marie Rhoda is getting just as much, but you're just saying it's cause it's by proxy. Cause Kara is your partner. So it's really Kara getting the special um, treatment. No, no, she's not getting anything. Listen, they're not going to give me shit. Production hates me. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be real. But what happened is, is that, um, Wait, what was the question? I don't even know where I was going with that. No, we were talking about just the basically the idea that you had earlier in the season gotten physical with oh. Ashley and gotten away with it, and now and now again, maybe not so much, but you know they didn't even show that. But now we're seeing well, it, this play it's out. Because, it's because it takes two to tango. Yeah. You know, like especially in the scenarios that both of my cases happened. You know, it wasn't like I just tossed Ashley. She kind of like leaped at me. You know, like another thing that is the gray area. And when you're definitely in the gray area, which I also think Kayla and Melissa were, if we're going to go gray. I mean, I guess not. I guess they actually, like, physically fought each other. But well, I'll tell you what, what I saw about... 
no, I'm not trying to retroactively get you kicked off the show, Marie, but when you watch both of them, because like we studied that one like the Sapruder film, and it was very unimpressive. Like there's, you're kind of looking to see where the contact was. You're like, I guess they fought. But this one, you see that headbutt in the trailer and you're like, ooh, it's on. You know? Yeah. So I'm just saying. She could have, it could have, it could have been like a, a, a head push away instead of like an actual head well, that butt. is that is real. let's be there. honest no it really uh, come on i'm Marie, you could admit i i think it really was more of like a head nudge yeah. it was like there's nothing behind it yeah let's be real yeah your head was resting on her head and she shoved you away no. with her head with ferocity yeah. Like a rhinoceros. What are we gonna do about it now? Let's um, not cry okay. over spilled milk. Yeah, let's not <laughs> let's not cry over spilled headbutts. Let's talk about this very sentimental moment that <laughs> that you and I have already spoken about. And I just thought it was great because it was. I look. I can tell when people are just playing to the camera and, or being genuine and being genuine. And that was a moment where like she caught herself calling you her friend. You were legitimately surprised. Kudos, slow clap to that camera guy who went and got that like upper angle of you guys hugging that looked like, I don't know, a movie poster with the screen in the background. <laughs> Kudos to that guy. Slow clap for him. Maybe an Emmy on the way. But talk about that moment because I've said all season, I love this private deliberation thing which, look, nine times out of ten it's just two people in there saying, oh, let's vote for let's vote for them. Okay, this one's the needy-greedy. Okay, done. But every now and then, you get some great moments here where you really have people that are, you're, you're, they're kind of, you know, they're taking the opportunity to have a one-on-one discussion with someone who maybe they wouldn't be having that normally, you know? And sure, there's yeah. a camera in there, and sure, they're, they're flashing the names up there, which which adds to it a little bit, and it's very produced. But, I mean, that moment between you guys, I don't think you could have had in any other setting. So talk about that. Talk about watching it back probably a few times now. You're probably, you've, you've written it up, I would <laughs> imagine, for Betches. We're talking about it here. What's it yep. like reliving that with somebody that you've had so many ups and downs with, and then now you can finally talk about the fact that you eventually have this moment that I think we were all love Cara or hate Cara, love Marie or hate Marie. That was a fun moment to watch. I'm sorry. Call me biased. Thank you. I think I I loved it too. Honestly, me and Cara, when we went in there, like we knew that our bed was made. So we were like, let's just go in there and roast people. Right. So we were just like literally just making fun of everybody. And then we got to that moment. And the way that they cut it is because they had to show both of us do it separately. But when she said, you know, my friend, it's my face when I like I pulled back that like made her snap back into it and be like, Ooh, like, like shut up. Like, <laughs> like I caught that. So yeah, she, it, I mean, it was, it's crazy that, I mean, you guys, and what's funny is that to us as viewers, and now you're watching this play out after the fact with the, with the, I guess the benefit of hindsight and also the benefit of social commentary across the internet. Whereas like, I think everyone kind of assumed that you guys were in lockstep and like instant friends a couple weeks ago when you stood up for her, but like clearly it took this moment for you guys both to realize like, Oh, Hey, like we actually like each other, you know? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I think, a lot of people had kind of written you guys off as kind of like, okay, cool. They don't hate each other anymore. Let's move on. But this made you realize like, oh no, they are sort of just kind of working together because they have to sticking up for each other because they have to. And then in this moment, like car, I mean, like car was legitimately crying. Like you could tell. I know. I know. It's, it was, it was honestly out of all the challenges I've ever filmed. That was my most memorable moment because it was just, it was just so like real. And we remember, I remember like walking out with her and we were like, we're so lame. Like <laughs> who's not going to, who's not going to cheer for us after this one? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what's cool is it all kind of, it all kind of 
turned around for you or started uh, with you when when you stuck up for her versus the the lavender ladies way back when, which is also probably the reason why you know they had they had a reason to put you in. So yeah. it's kind of it's kind of like this different side of Marie that we we've you know we haven't really seen before too much. Kind of you're like you're like sticking up for the enemy who's no longer the enemy. becoming yeah. a friend. <laughs> well, though that I guess that's the thing. The enemy wasn't the enemy anymore. Um, but so in terms of that, like I've been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes that they don't show working with the lavender ladies. Like for instance, last week they got a tie, a tie vote. That wasn't because of Johnny and his Alliance. That was because the lavender ladies, most of them, Sylvia and Ashley wanted to vote for me and Cara and Shane wouldn't agree on that. So what happened was we were all, you know, set to go with Johnny but I knew that on the other side, they weren't all aligned. And I was like, well, if we vote for them, Ashley and Hunter are going to go in. We already know that Hunter's going to pick us because he told us. So I was like, fuck it. And I went in there and I told Ashley, I was like, listen, the plan changed. Like, we're coming for you. And knowing that she would freak out like anyone else who like can or cannot go into elimination, they changed it up. Like, there's a lot of stuff that was going on behind the scenes that like I was actually using our quote unquote friendship to the benefit of my game until, until it could not benefit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Until tonight. Now, uh, and that was going to happen for sure. Yeah. You mentioned, I think it was on social, uh, but I I saw you when you were talking about the episode, you said this was one of your favorite challenges ever. The, 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 it was sort of a three part challenge. You had like the puzzle and then you had the, no, I guess it was a two part challenge, the puzzle. And then the walking down the wall and you guys obviously didn't, you know, make top two or anything, but you did very well. And you at the end of it were even like pulling Kara down and were sort of the leader of the team. Talk about that because obviously you guys end up in Armageddon. Sure. It doesn't play out fully well for you guys, but talk about what made you like this challenge as much as you did. You certainly did better than Devin. I'll say that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I mean, first and foremost, the challenge in general was just really cool. Like when do you ever get to do that? You know, and I'm terrified of heights, but whatever we had like this disadvantage and I ran all the way up to the top without stopping. So now I'm on like cloud nine up there, like looking at producers, like, hey, hey. like you guys want to see me <laughs> sit down in there. I know you did. <laughs> and then I like started the puzzle piece, but the puzzle piece, I only had one box of them. So there was two pieces on both sides of the board, like a box on each side of the board with puzzle pieces in it. At the beginning, I was only playing with one box. It was only until, <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I didn't have the colors. It was only until like a producer was like, yo, Marie, there's another box that I realized there was another box. I'm shot. But I mean, it's impressive that, you did as well as you did. It's also kind of ridiculous that you didn't realize that the other box was there. I know. I know. But yeah, no, I was just as surprised as everybody else going down there. I was like, what is, I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> um, the, you, you mentioned, you know, you end up going into the elimination TJ has this line about you and you and, and cigarettes he, and sadness. Yeah, which I think I think that's a uh, isn't it like melancholy and the cigarettes of sadness is like a great Smashing Pumpkins album as well that he might have just been quoting. But I, I like what what did you think about that line? Because to me it was a backhanded compliment because he was saying that you know you've come a long way from that you know, but obviously letting you know that hey that's what yeah. it's sort of been. What was it like hearing that in the moment? <laughs> I think you can kind of see it on my face when, when I like, I'm just like, yeah, thanks TJ. Like, I was like, really? Like, come on, dude. 
<laughs> this is what you got to say. I mean, I wish I would have reacted more and been like, yo, DJ, like, what the fuck? But I was just so taken back. I was like, damn, DJ. Like, <laughs> really? You got to mention cigarettes on national television, right? <laughs> I'm like, I've, I've stayed clear of that all season. You hardly see me with them. Well, you know, it's funny. You know, <laughs> people, people actually mention because it's, it's weird because television in general does a pretty good job of not showing people smoking cigarettes. And then all of a sudden, there'll just be like a two episode string where there's like three people smoking in the span of one commercial break. And it always like jumps out at people on social. They're like, oh, weird. And like, you'll hear people talking about it, but you don't see you smoking that much, even though clearly, I mean, you know, TJ thinks that of you. So it does kind of suck he put that and labeled you with that, whereas you're obviously doing a good job hiding it, at least to the uh, to the masses there. But now, you know, we're, <laughs> we already have Craig Marrier working on a cigarettes and sadness shirt for you over the Challenge Mania oh show. God. I'm kidding. No, we that's don't. We amazing. Do no, we're that's not, actually hilarious. We're we should not switch promoting, that up. We are not promoting cigarettes, cigarettes smoking here at Challenge cigarettes Mania. Cigarettes is sadness, though, so it makes cigarettes sense. Cigarettes is sadness we can make. That we can I do. I thought it was relieving. Oh, but I haven't smoked in a while, so. How about cigarettes are corny? How about that? That's a good one. Too. Yes, with the with while she's smoking a cigarette. Um, so oh my God. D, do you have anything? Because I mean, we have a ton. Because you know, we mentioned that this episode was a highlight, but the whole season, I think Marie has been such a. I mean, we use the word polarizing a lot, but you sort of have been the opposite of that this season, and I think have just across the board been gaining fans left and right. I haven't really heard anyone turn on you. I've heard people admit, "Hey, I wasn't so into her. Now I am." I've seen many, many a, a Marie Stan account be created in the last few. <laughs> months so we have a ton to talk about we have a ton of questions for you but d before we do that not too many of these pertain to tonight's episode because we got a lot of these beforehand so d do you have anything else about the headbutt or the elimination or the hugging sesh in the uh in the voting room or anything like that before we move on to the questions she's kind of becoming like this like unsung hero right like she's like yeah she's like (laughs) she's like sticking up for like you know for for cara who's like you know, on her own, really, at this point, you know, and 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 then with, with the headbutt, like it, it's just funny because no one got kicked off. I thought, you know, someone was gonna get kicked off from it, but lo and behold, we have talked about this uh, on on the podcast before, and where this thing, you know, where this thing, this headbutt could go. Um, maybe it was on the Patreon. I don't know. Um, but other than that, I want to know what Marie's seven personalities are because Scott, I've been hearing about these personalities. Not the first time. I've heard Marie's seven personalities. It's a really exact number, and everyone knows the number. So, so who are these? Who are these six other folks, Marie? Who are these people? Listen, I'm really, really over the whole personality thing. Okay, it's not different personalities; it's just different moods. Right. There we go. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm happy, sometimes I'm sad, sometimes don't fuck with me. Three. <laughs> three. That's three. I think that's well, everybody. The, that's everybody. well. Then there's like nine. exactly it is everybody. I just, you know, my moods are extreme. Look, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you're needy. Sometimes you're greedy. Sometimes it's getting down to the needy yeah. greedy. It's whatever. You know what I mean? It's whatever. When I'm high, I'm real high. When I'm low, I'm real low. You know? Uh, so, so we're at three moods. Are there more extremes or just those three? Um, Happy, um, sad. <laughs> Don't get mad. Well, we saw Don't sentimental. We saw sentimental tonight. Hadn't Ooh, seen that in a while. Oh yeah. yeah, that might be oh, Mary. Oh yeah, that's Mary. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> but no, 
Yeah, I don't mean it. Whatever. It's, it's fuck funny, you guys. but it's like kind of lame. Like, get you joke, guys. Come on. He's like, fuck you guys. I give uh, you enough not material. I give you four. <laughs> I give you four. I give exactly. you four. What's up, Challenge Maniacs? Just want to tell you about some really awesome additions that Derek and I have made to the Challenge Mania shop. No way. Derek is my favorite. Tell me you saw his battle with Jaws. All you have to do is go to challengemania.shop and check out all our new gear. Maniacs come in all sizes. We have tons of new designs for you to show your love for challengers like Jemmy. Can I have a Gem Class hoodie? Devin. Let's go. Polly. Who's this Polly guy? I've never heard of him. Shane. I don't know why, but I do not trust him. And our newest design, Kayla. I don't care what anybody says about Kayla. She's my favorite. Go to challengemania.shop and you can represent the podcast and your favorite cast members today. I don't know what a podcast is, but I want it. I think Devin said it best. Let's go. Challenge accepted. Let's ask uh, one of these personalities for now several questions that we got from your, your loyal stands here. Um, Logan's got a good one. Logan's got a good challenge podcast called the Rotten Bananas Podcast. Shouts to Logan Giant Spain with the Game of Thrones style nickname. Hey, um, Logan. He says, can we hear more about the rant Davon went on after being picked by Zach and Amanda? We saw that last week. I think it's still fresh in our minds a little bit. She definitely got emotional there, and we hear that that was not all of it. And we know that you and Davon get along fairly well. So if you could kind of elaborate on what we didn't see there and also having maybe spoken to her about what charged her and got her to that point where she broke down in the Armageddon and started calling people out. I mean, she's been there for six weeks. She's been in redemption. She's been back from redemption. Like, the, we're all going crazy at this point. You know, like, we're very far into the challenge, even though it doesn't seem like it. So I think that's where, like, the emotional part of it came from. Um, in terms of, like, the actual fighting, uh, there was words exchanged back and forth. I think Ashley might have said something about her kid, and then I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. It was just, you know, it was whatever. But I do know that after... Um, you know, everything had gone down. She came up to me and Cara and like gave us a pep talk and it was like, it really, you know, hit something clearly. So thank you, Javon. Before that mean, before she left, she gave you and Cara a pep talk. Yep. Oh, cool. She said, you guys need to pull it together. You have each other's back and like put us, put us on the spot. We also got into a fight that night. There was a huge argument between like Hunter and me and Cara because, like, they would be like, oh, bananas, bananas, bananas. And then be like, and we're coming for Cara Maria, like, next. And I'd be like, what? Like, this makes no sense. <laughs> so, yeah, and it sounded like Cara had, uh, like, something not very nice to say about Hunter uh, today, which was kind of surprising to me because, uh, you know, they seem to get along pretty well over there on the Dirty 30. Um, but so, it, it, but I'm also hearing like, there's a lot of this, like rah, rah stuff going on with this, you know, team young buck and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that true? I'm just hearing these rumors that it's like, it's, 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 it's extreme. It's excessive. It's loud. Oh my it's God. Like, it was so annoying. It was so annoying. What's it like? Like, what, what are they talking about? They don't even talk. They just chant. Oh, okay. Come on guys. Nothing. You can have a conversation about anything. Um, the needy, greedy. Yeah, right. The needy, greedy. My, my, my <laughs> wife, we're watching it. She goes, did you just hear what Nelson said? I said, no. I was, I was tweeting. And I, and I was like, I rewound it and watched it. I was like, that was so worth it. And they, um, so funny. They, can I ask both of you guys a little bit about that too? Like, Because I had to rewind and hear what he said about 
about his his thoughts on going into elimination against Kara and Marie. Two dudes going in against two girls. It just it didn't it didn't it seem like 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 overconfident. Like, well, like I say, he's got an eight and one elimination record. Apparently, I believe which is, is that. Is that which accurate? I have no idea. I don't follow Nelson that much, but it's uh, apparently <laughs> not. It's apparently not accurate for the record. That's a, that, would, it, that would. I mean, I know he's. I know he's actually strangely up there. I think I remember uh, Alan Geary on our show one time saying that he was higher up than you would think. Um, yeah, he's got a really good elimination record, but I think, but I think I saw something that said seven, one and one. He did have that tie against Darrell. Oh, well, there so. you go. Um, okay. Here's a good question. Speaking of the young bucks, Brooke wants I don't to know, know. I don't know. I don't know my elimination record that well. <laughs> I'm just saying like, it just seemed a little like, you know, like hard, you know what I mean? Like to go, like I'm going well, after he's coming. Chicks. Look, you remember you saw what they did to, uh, to uh, Brad and Kyle recently, he's on a little bit of a maybe a little bit of an ego trip these days. Maybe rightfully so. Him and Shane, I gotta I gotta tell you, they're playing better than I thought they were going to. Shane is playing with more confidence than I've ever seen him play with, and also successfully executing. So yeah. look, I know he he came in a little bit hot, but I'll, I'll look, I'll I'll give him a little bit of credit there. I think maybe rightfully so the confidence, but hopefully you and Kara can can knock him down a peg or two. All right, oh that was me well, being not, biased. Not, Whoops, guys. Let's not let's not forget that there's equalizers in this game. Yeah, I wouldn't want to touch an equalizer. I would pick to go up against whatever the exact dynamic of my team was just so I wouldn't have an equalizer. I'd pick the guy who was the exact height as me just in case they want to do a height equalizer. Um, <laughs> exactly. Brooke, Brooke can I, wants can to I, know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Real quick. While we're on that subject, can I just say it just adds to the, the, the narrative of the, of the unsung hero? Like they went after against the two dudes. Like that's awesome. <laughs> and we all clap. Whoever's listening to this at home, like right now or in the office right now, can we get a little clap going on? Like they picked Did you guys expect dudes. that. <laughs> well, I loved it just from a, a revenge standpoint. I, I just loved that because I mean, and strategically, if you guys were thinking of the uh, equalizers as well, not a bad mm-hmm. move, move strategically. Well, want to know something funny, Marie? What? <laughs> so, so when you allowed her to make the decision, I knew like right then and there, I was like, there's, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but a hundred percent sure she's picking the two guys. <laughs> oh, well we had, we had like discussed all of our options going in there uh-huh. and like we knew like who we were picking between. And then we got up there and we just looked at each other. We both were just fucking pissed off because I mean, yeah, it, we just had it up to there at that point. So we just looked at each other and like knew exactly which one we were going for. And that was it. Like we didn't actually, we, we didn't actually speak once during that. Like we just said the name and that was it. Um, here's a good one. And I'm not, this is not me, uh, making a clerical error. These are the names of these people. Cara and Marie fan wants to know as a fan of Marie's, there are many qualities that I recognize and appreciate about both her personality and journey on the real world and the challenge. She's wondering what Marie thinks is the biggest misconception viewers have about her. The biggest misconception is probably that I don't care. <clears throat> Interesting. Why? And, is that? and I mean, I could put that on myself as well. But you know, you give them what you get, what you give when it comes to these shows. You know, and I think that I was so content playing this role of like not giving a fuck and whatever, whatever. That didn't actually show that you know I did care. Now, Nobody wants to. Lose. Have you always cared, or have you stepped up the caring this season? And people are just assuming it's the old Marie who didn't care as much, or have you always cared this much? I've always cared this much. 
honestly, but, but like, you know, considering past edits, like you didn't see any of my like good moments on Medetta's, you know, it's kind of, it's defeating at some points where it's like, you know, like I'm trying so hard and like nothing's being shown. So what do you do? Can I, can I, can I say something about that too? Like yeah. on a positive, positive Marie run that we're on right now. I think I feel, I feel like you're, you're, you're further in the game than, than you normally have you, have you ever been further than, than this point in, in the game? Yeah. Um, on my first season. <clears throat> yeah. Cause now you have to play the game. Now you're like really playing the game. You have to be strategic. And, and if you want to win, like you got to kind of like be, be aware of, of everything that's going on around you. So, and unfortunately you just fucked right now because you're partnered with, with Cara and the numbers are on the other side. So Ooh, I just saw, sorry, Emily Longaretta from us weekly coming in hot, still confused why Kayla was sent home for pushing away a girl who jumped in her face, but this is fine and funny. And she's showing Sylvia head nudging you, Emily Longaretta coming in hot. Shouts to Emily is so biased. Shouts to Emily. <laughs> Who's she's so biased. We all get accused of being biased these days, Marie. I don't know if you know that over here at challenge mania, but, uh, it's pretty hard to say anything these days, even when you're just <laughs> defending someone who's being told that they have no friends and that their animals should die. Even when you're saying, I don't agree with that rhetoric, you're biased. Everyone's animals should die. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of which, here's Tell a good one. how you really feel, Scott. <laughs> Anya wants to know, since Marie listens to the podcast, what did you think about Ashley's rant about Kara? That's why I got called bias was when Ashley came on our show before the horse rant on the show and kind of went off on Kara. What did you think about that? I think that when I heard it, I texted Jemmy and Kayla immediately and told them to go listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we love you, Marie, because not only do you listen to our show, you are spreading the love and joy that our show brings to other cast members. You are like, you guys got to hear what she just dropped on the on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, and that's all I'll say about that. Okay, interesting. <laughs> that's all you needed to say. Here we go. Lindsay, not my Lindsay, but another Lindsay spelled differently, says, curious why you're the only one who isn't a full-fledged lavender lady, and does this bother you, or is it by choice? It seems rude. Now, we kind of talked about this beforehand, because it was a season that you weren't in the same room with them, but I do want to kind of follow up on what she asked about, does this bother you, in the sense that, does the clickiness bother you, in the sense that, in the real world, are you less than friends with these folks? Because you're not a quote unquote lavender lady, or does this like this title sort of now supersede real life relationships because they can kind of say it in interviews? Well, I mean, in the show, and when you have the numbers, like <laughs> that's what you want to do, I guess. I'm not, I've never been a lavender lady, like, never will be, definitely after this season. So, <laughs> how do you become, how does one become a lavender lady? Can I become a lavender lady? I, I think, I, I think I'm already like canceled out because. I, I don't know. I, Scott, but I'm just saying. I feel like if you're not there for the orange or something, like you're not really there. You know, I'm like a lavender lady groupie. Mm, gotcha. Uh, here's a good one. Um, Jessica, first time sending us a Facebook question on facebook.com slash challenge mania podcast. Hello, Jessica. She says she hey, knows Jess. that you and your partner have had many ups and downs through the season, but you've gone on record saying you understand her now. What is it you learned about Kara through getting to work with her? Working with Kara opened up my eyes to a lot of stuff. Um, just the idea and the concept that everyone reacts and has a certain reason, whether or not you agree with that or not, for doing what they do. You know, with Kara, my 
you know, my understanding of her was that like, she didn't have feelings and then she was just like, was conceited and all this other stuff. And I got to know this person who was, you know, maybe a little bit secure and normal and funny, you know? So I think like everything just comes down to like understanding where people are coming from. I mean, when you are the face of the challenge, the female face of the challenge, people are going to come for you. You have to expect that. Cause if you want to be the best, you have to beat the best, you know? Do I think that she could handle some of her critics differently? A hundred percent. Do I think the girl should all act differently to each other? A hundred percent. But, you know, that's on them. I can only kind of control myself, which I've been trying to do. But <laughs> you, you mentioned in, uh, one of your, in one of your articles that I read, uh, which, by the way, check out Marie's articles and her recaps over at Betches. Um, <laughs> you, you said something that I thought and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. So but it was something about how, you know, it's hard to be good. It's easy to suck. And that, like, I think now having worked with Kara and by association, having the pressures that someone with her success track record has on on you now, because you guys are a unit, you sort of see the pressures and everything that comes with being someone who's performed the way Kara has. And I think you sort of maybe, you know, we're in a self-deprecating fashion, talked about the fact that your track record so far has kind of gotten you off the hook and not really lent yourself to the criticism that she gets. But now you've gotten a taste of that. Can you expand on that a little little bit yeah 100 percent. i mean <laughs> i just i understand where she's coming from you know I, I get what it must feel like to have people constantly tweeting at you and coming at you but i think it's just kind of it comes with territory um you know like for me myself you know everyone in this world wants to be liked like you don't walk into a room meeting people hoping that they dislike you and i think that car and i can relate to that a lot because throughout my whole like you know glow up i guess over the last few seasons like, that was my number one thing. You know, why do people hate me? Like, I'm not a mean person. I'm, I'm not, you know, whatever they've created me to be, you know? And I think that brings out a lot of insecurities in people. And unfortunately, sometimes, you know, it's hard to ignore them. Can I, can I ask you a question about all that? Sure. Um, so, like, you being literally smack dab in the middle, someone that's had problems with Kara, and someone that knows the other side being associated with the lavender ladies, like why all the, why all the distaste towards her? Like, what is it? What it, what is it that they don't, you know, that they don't like, you don't like, didn't like. Well, exactly. I think it's the same thing. It's the way that Kara conducts herself. You know, there's a certain way that you can act around people or speak about people. There's a certain way to acknowledge people without seeming like a hypocrite, you know? And like, I'm not doing this because I hate Kara in no way. That's the case. Like we're cool now, (laughs) but you know, there's just ways to, you know, when you're in a position of power, just handle that power well, you know? Yeah, th- this is a good question to prove I'm not biased. Um, clearly, Cara's head isn't in the game this season. It seems like she's completely given up and lost faith in being remotely successful this season. Oh, here we go. It's from <coughs> Emmy. Emmy says, do you think she started checking out because she underestimated you as a partner or that it had more to do with Kyle's mind games? Do you think that if she believed in your team and supported you as a partner, um, a la Landon and Fresh Meat 2, um, that you two would have performed better in the daily challenges. So to summarize, I think Emmy wants to know if you think Kara's head not being in the game this season, which I think you don't need a magnifying glass to see that this isn't the car <laughs> that won vendettas, and even Scott Yeager will say that. Um, do you think it's more the stuff that went down with Kyle and Faith and everything like that at the beginning of the season, or do you think it's you guys getting off on the wrong foot? You know what? I think that me and Kara are like the only real true 
vendetta story on this season. Um, because I think that it started out with her feeling like having me as a partner was just like, that was it. You know, we really didn't like each other and all the other stuff. And then the Kyle stuff, although like it fucked with her head and all the other stuff, it actually made us closer because to me, it humanized her. You know, like I would have conversations with her, like, you don't have to act hard. Like you can cry about it. It's upsetting, you know, and that's really kind of where our relationship was founded (laughs) over stupid boys. So, um, yeah, I mean. I'm totally going off subject and I forget what we're talking about, but does that answer? No, whatever. No, that was the perfect way to tie in both yeah. of those options. I think they're related very much. So as you said, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we want to know everything happens for a reason. Like we have, like we were honestly put through a lot of stuff together, just, you know, emotionally, like in our heads, physically, you, when you go through something like that with someone, like you have a special bond. Uh, Michelle says, I've seen Marie say recently she may be done with doing the challenge. Is it true? And what are her plans for afterwards? Also, how close are she and Mar- are she and Sylvia after the iconic headbutt moment? Love, Michelle. Um, Sylvia and I are as close as Sylvia and I were when we left the house. I mm. text her here and there. It's nothing crazy. Um, I don't hate her for it at all. I still consider her a friend. But I think that people stretch the word friends like really far in this show. So, of course, like when I get around these people, like they're my friends, but I don't keep in contact with them every day. And I think that's like for a lot of people, there are some people that I do. So there's your answer for that. Who's your first text? Like you guys are all probably coming into town for the reunion. You guys know you're all going to be in the same city. You're all getting in at different times. So you're based here. So you're, you know, you could be there before everybody. Who's your first text to? Who are you trying to grab a drink with at the hotel bar first before anybody even gets there? Should we guess? Should we guess? Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say Kayla, but I don't know if Kayla's coming to the reunion, but if it was, I'm going to say Kayla. Uh, I'm going to say Shane. Does it have to be a girl? No, it doesn't have no. to be a girl. Why would it have to be a girl? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say Shane or dude, it's just so funny because I saw everyone at the last reunion and it was like I rolled up at like four o'clock and everyone was just like hammered, hammered. And yeah. you guys were all there, and everyone was hanging out, and everyone was chilling. It was so weird. I was like, thought, I thought everyone was supposed to hate each other. What the fuck's going on here? I know. They're all psycho. That's why. Crazy Loves Company. So, who, so who's right here? Are either of us right, or is it someone else entirely different? It would definitely be Kayla. Ah! ah! I knew it. Ka- Kayla gets first, but I'm probably sending a group text because I have ADD. So I'm sending Kayla, Shane, Jemmy, Cam, Kaylee. Those are my like top five. I like that group text. That's a that's a solid group text right there. I that's a, yeah. I like it. Um, speaking of the reunion, um, do me a favor. We got three guys uh, who we really need in D.C. on Saturday by the name of Joss, Devin, and Hunter. <laughs> so if one of them, I don't care who it is, asks you to do a shot of anything other than Mountain Dew after one on Saturday, oh they God. have to be on a train at 8 a.m. on Saturday. So, oh, my God. Uh, but, Marie, you were actually, before you realized you had something else going on, you were thinking of coming to D.C. for Challenge Mania Live D.C. Tickets are on sale, Challenge Mania D.C. 
DC.com. We're coming to the DC Improv. Your good friend Kayla will also be there. And so the, being the challenge maniac that you are, I know you can't be mm-hmm. there, but I want to give you a chance now on the show to give D and I some ammunition. If you have any questions or subjects you'd like us to broach with any of our guests, Kayla, Joss, Devin, Hunter, any of them, even Mikey P who will be there, uh, you know, let us know now. So anything you want us, you think we shouldn't let any of them off the hook for? I'm definitely asking Devin about coming down that side of that building on uh, the final <laughs> reckoning tonight. But anything other than that? Uh, ask them why they voted for me, I guess. But also, like, I totally might jump in a car that morning and just show up. So. <laughs> There you go. I feel bad you for never like know. I feel bad Marie for whatever TBD. good Marie TBD. That's the meaning of the Twitter at Marie <laughs> underscore TBD. She may <laughs> just bail on her good friends, whatever it is. You said you have like a shower or something like that. You might just ghost them to come and ask Joss a question at the DC Improv. I love it. Uh, I might have to. <laughs> I want to know what's going on with him and Amanda. Ooh, ooh so do I. I want to know what's going on with Amanda in general. She comes up on our show more than anyone who's never been on it, I think, for the most part. Um, you you seem to like her. I know we were in the house with you last week watching that very Amanda-heavy episode at our Final Reckoning viewing party over on the Upper East Side at East End. And a lot of Amanda hate was flowing through the room. You know, we had a lot of people booing some of the stuff she, she was saying, a lot of people cheering some of the stuff Johnny was saying about her, maybe because Johnny was in the room, who knows. But talk about your experience with her and talk about how you feel about some of the stuff she said both you know on social media on the show to your partner at subway what say you sell us on amanda amanda well first and foremost the girl actually does have a good heart when she's your friend but that's not neither here nor there um she's probably the realest person on the show you know however she's feeling that's how she feels and she'll let anyone know she's great athletically she's great with puzzles she's a great competitor and I think that she just misunderstood. And, you know, she says things that will rile people up and upset people. But then, you know, one, she's the kind of person to own everything she says. You know, she hardly apologizes. She's unapologetically Amanda. Yeah, that's why we uh, that's why I think selfishly we really want to have her on the show because she's as you mentioned she's somebody who if you know her, you know, she's got a good heart. All this stuff that to be honest like the average viewer or the average fan or the average stan on social media doesn't get really. We just don't have the luxury of spending time with her at like a, you know, a farmers market on a Sunday or hearing about her her, you know, what's going on in her everyday life. We're just getting the interview sound bites and that's what they, you know, that's the character she's been played out as since her time on Are You The One. So, you know, I'd love to have her on this show because something we hang our hat on is to have people on and have people hit us up on that following day and say, hey, I thought I had written off so-and-so and we heard her in a long-form interview and now we think there's more to her. So I hope she stops dodging D's texts and calls, but... Whoa, I was, I'm not texting and calling her? What are you talking about? What is it, Facebook Trying to get messaging? me in trouble? Facebook messaging? Uh, it's all on the up and up, but no, you're, not, you're not late... You're not late texting her you up or anything like that, but, you know. What's up, girl? So you and Josh done? Uh, no, I didn't quite go there. Um, but, uh, no, I almost got in trouble for some of the friendly banter me and Marie were having at that party. You know, I almost got in trouble. I, I totally, I totally, I almost, I almost did the, found the, the Scooby-Doo gif that's, that was like, row, row, you know, and fucking, but it, I just kept it in my head because it just kind of went away. Someone hit her up and said, Derek just asked if Amanda's a, Derek just asked if, if you think Amanda's a bitch on the microphone at the viewing party. 
<laughs> and she was like, uh, at Derek MTV, at, asked, asked if I was a bitch, LOL. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then Marie was like, yeah, I got your back, girl. And I'm like, oh, fuck. fuck. And then, uh, but but to, be, to, to be safe, um, to be non-biased, I think I asked if someone else in that clip was a bit, if they thought this person was a bitch and this person was, a bitch. so it was like both sides of the table. You know what I mean? Whatever it was, um, there was to way too fair. much bitch getting thrown out there by you at this the East I'm End saying. Bar and Grill. It was just like way too much bitch. <laughs> like uh, we didn't need the first one or the second one. I, I'll just pretend you were saying it about me because that's the only way it wasn't brutally <laughs> Scott, offensive. Derek's like your life coach. <laughs> yeah, Derek is. Yes, that is that is entirely what he is. Um, all right, let's get down to the needy greedy here. Danielle <laughs> wants to know who would your ideal partner on the challenge be? And feel free to say Kara. She didn't say that. I added that. But who would your ideal partner be if not Kara? I'll say Kara. Huh. Interesting. And that's, I mean, I think, you know, when they concoct this format for vendettas, rivals, whatever, final reckoning, whatever you want to call it. I mean, when people are supposed yeah. to dislike each other, I think that's probably the dream, right? Is that you, two people go into it not liking each other. And then over the course of the season, by the end of it, they're actually saying that the person is their ideal partner. I think what you don't want is like, you know, half a half a day in they're over, They're already like, well, she, <laughs> never, she, would never, she would never say that about me. But. Oh, that's not yeah. that. maybe who knows? I, I, I thought I thought I thought she was gonna say Rob Rob from her season. I thought that's who you were gonna say. I told Carl, you if you replay that clip that they put up, up up of us like being interviewed, I told her I was gonna give her better jokes and not to be whatever. But I think Carl was on a bit of a downhill slope with the fans, and I think that I helped her. No, totally. <laughs> I, I would, I will totally agree with that. I think two things sort of helped with that. One of which was, was you. And I think that your team sort of becoming something that collectively people want to root for, even if Kara's behavior in those first few episodes wasn't necessarily. And then honestly, I kind of got to blame some of the just like outward slander and hate rhetoric that was thrown at her because I mean, I found that like, you know, there's some really anti Kara people, but you really have to be anti Kara to validate some of the stuff that people were saying to her and about her. So I think those things combined kind of made people forget that in that first couple episodes, she was doing some cringeworthy kind of chasing after Paulie and chasing after Kyle and this and that. And I think that kind of went all out the window because of all the stuff that you just mentioned. And you played a big part in that. And that's why, I mean, I'm seeing left and right, these Marie Cara defender Twitters, these, you know, uh, what, what's it? Uh, Cara and Marie fan. I mean, you guys are being mentioned in the same breath left and right i don't see many twitter accounts that are nelson and shane this or zach and amanda this <laughs> or even tony and bananas this i mean you guys are like a tag team now you guys are like power and glory oh we are and we're just getting warmed up guys so Ooh, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> um, this one's from marie cara defender she says a few weeks ago you had some twitter drama with nelson and a few weeks before that or after that <laughs> paulie huh. where do you stand with both of these cast members i think we did talk about the paulie one when he was here um but you why don't we get your side of that and then also the nelson thing too which i don't really even know about i'll start the nelson thing because it's on the top of my head um i'm very close friends with kaylee so by default i am with their conversations because by default I also know what's going on in the production community and I happened to tell my friend Keely that Nelson was going to be on X on the beach and he like flipped out and like went Twitter crazy and to be honest with you I love Nelson I think he's harmless 
I think he's a big goof. I think that like, you know, he's just a little bit shot, which I am as well. And like, I actually enjoy his presence, but like, sometimes he's really dumb. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. So they fought and like, he blamed me and tweeted at me, which is annoying. Um, so we're not really on the best of terms. However, me and Polly are very, very similar. We're both hotheads. We say things in the moment and then we get over it right away. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if our relationship, uh, <laughs> stays this way currently after all this is said and done. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's, you know, he came on our show and I think was, was a little bit of the thing with you and Polly, something about you guys both doing oh, recaps yeah. for different outlets. What was that? Oh yeah. By the way, by the way, Polly, your friend did not get me my shit on Betches. Okay. First and foremost, I met with the Betches founders back when they started after my real world season because they were fans and they gave me shirts. They weren't even big back then. Over the summer, I actually went in and I worked with them for like a week. So what happened was and how I got my Betches article was that, you know, I was pissed off that they, you know, talked shit about me in a car interview because I was like, what the fuck? I just worked with them this summer, not realizing that the majority of their writers are freelancers and like not meeting me in person, obviously. So MTV's like, I made like a big stint to fucking MTV. I was pissed off and they were like, all right, we'll give you a rebuttal with them. So I did an interview with them on the phone. And then at the end of it, I had MTV digital and the Betches woman on the line. And I said, listen, you know, car does a recap recap for people every week. Can I do one for Betches? And we hung up and the next day they approved it. And that's how I got in. What makes Paulie think that that was sort of his, he played a part in that? Or is he getting confused with, was he simultaneously working on your behalf? No, no. He just pulled it out of his ass. He, no, he just thinks that me and this girl, Kay, who works there and who's very influential there, like we were in the same place and he thought that that was like the first time we were meeting because through him. But, but in reality, like I've known the founders since they started, so. Uh, well, I think there's enough recaps to go around. Polly, so well mine tomorrow is going to be lit so oh yeah people want to know people want to know because people love we got a few people who wrote in about this that you know people love your recaps i think people like Polly's too and people love cars too for different reasons but yours certainly have like a, a really distinct tone and voice to them they're hilarious have you done a, like give us a little bit of your writing background like where does this come from is this stuff that you've done for fun before or for other outlets before and like you know what went into putting this together did you have to like you know do a couple samples first because you're so natural at it, it sort of just came out the gate as a success so just let people behind the curtain a little bit. Well, the reason why I was so excited to do it with Betches is because of their language and how they talk about things. Like, I'm pretty witty, like, not to be whatever. Hello? Can you hear yeah. me? Oh, yeah. Hello. Oh, so Hello. <laughs> I'm pretty witty and clever, so especially when I have, like, a minute to think about it, I could really write. I've always been that way. Um, but when I was doing the Betches thing, basically, they were like, listen, they have a certain tone about them, like, that's how you have to write. And I was like, but that's how I want to write it. So basically we just got a trial run. I sent them an article, my first one. And like, I guess they saw the feedback from it and they agreed to let me do the whole season. Nice. So this was was this. So, I mean, like, obviously you're hilarious on Twitter and stuff like that, but had you ever recapped anything else before? Like written any sort of online diaries? Did you have like a Zanga when you were in college? I mean, like, (laughs) just talk about that. (laughs) I mean, I've tried to write a book like 18,000 times, but like I get past like, the first four paragraphs and I stopped. So. I was going to say 18,000 <laughs> times, even if you only wrote like two pages, 18,000 times, that's a book. If you just kind of combine them. Yeah, I know. I know. 
Um, speaking <laughs> about the way that you talk, Brooke has a question based on some of the stuff you've said on social media, on our, on our show in the past. Who was the corniest person in the house this season? Give him a you corny. Natalie, you corny. Wow. Oh, no. I need to know. You got to elaborate on that. Why? She's just corny. Everything that she says doesn't feel like it's real. She doesn't let you. I don't know. She's just corny. She's closed off to the world. Interesting. That's, I mean, oh, man. That's crazy. You know, I feel like she's, you know, I think she's super nice, super sweet. No, she is. She's super, super nice. She's super sweet. And what happened from being corny? (laughs) <laughs> sorry. sorry sorry natalie that was just funny but i guess, I guess that is i guess that is sort of is kind of what corny is but 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 yeah. uh in the truest sense of the nothing word. against the girl she actually she, is a really great human she did some lot she had control of the insta the uh i think the challenge instagram tonight so clearly they don't find her corny yeah well you know what i tweeted at them i said why are you trying to sabotage my episode Wow. <laughs> she had an event here in New York City on Sunday that I'm told I couldn't go because it was my birthday, but that I'm told went very well. So lots of people don't think Natalie's corny. Just to play, okay, just Scott, play good old Just DA. chill out. I get it. You guys love Natalie. You love the whole crew. Get him, Emily Longretta. She loves you guys too. Oh, get him, Marie. Get him, Marie. <laughs> oh, no. You can shit on get Emily. Up. You can shit on Emily Longretta all you want. <laughs> Go for it. Right. No, I really don't care, though. Listen, Listen everyone, yeah, yeah. everyone has their thing. Yeah, I think we're both over the sad puppy eyes over there, Scott. All right, let's get a little <laughs> bit more action in here. So can you tell me what the hell really happened that night when you protected Kara? Like, what? can you just give us, like, the whole blow up there? Like, how, why, who, when, and at what point were you, like, playing reference that enough's enough? Yeah, well, I mean, listen, Kara was just going through it that night, and I felt bad for her. Honestly, like whether she was my partner or not, I would feel bad for them. Um, but Did also you at that shit same on time, her or was there a reason behind it? It's just like the caddy stuff, you know. And I mean, listen, Car's weird sometimes, and like she says awkward stuff, <laughs> you know. So like for me and girls, it's easy to jump on that. But like it was just like it got to, it got to the point that it was just like oh, like come on guys, like this is ridiculous now. Yeah. And I'm listen. If somebody wants to argue, like let it be one on one. Let's hear, let's hear about this physical altercation you got into that, that we never saw between you and Ashley. I think you're safe. You're safe at home now. I don't think you're getting kicked <laughs> off the show. You can tell us. What, what actually happened to, to make that go down? Because there was a lot. I mean, nothing ever really went off the wall. But, I mean, I think Kyle got pushed out of the way by Kara. People were certainly getting into each other's faces that night, yet we never saw this. So what happened to make you get a little bit physical? Not too physical, but a little bit physical with Ashley. And walk us through it so we can visualize it because we'll probably I never get the benefit of seeing it. Well, I mean, Cara was still in the room at that point, and Ashley was like jumping up on the couch, like up and down, like a crazy person, like trying to actually come at Cara. And I was just standing there, minding my own business, and then she jumped too far, and I Heismaned her. Heismaned her. That's exactly. Yeah. I mean, anyone who knows what she means by that could picture it instantly. Well, uh, and yeah. you know, and so for the people listening at home, like, dude, like this is, this is, this happens on the challenge, you know, whether you're on the likable side, the, the likable group or the not likable group, like the, it, it happens in groups, you know, there's a group of people that like hanging out with each other and there's one or two or three people that you just don't, they just don't get along with. You don't just get don't get along with. And they become like, you know, the, the brunt of the joke, you know, and, and it's easy to just, you know, sort of you know, laugh or, or, or want to get rid of, or, or want to break these people down 
who you want to eliminate from the game, you know? So I think it was almost like a game tactic to try to get her to break or to crack or whatever. And she came out swinging and then fucking Marie came out swinging <laughs> behind her with the Heisman. <laughs> well, we were, we were outside and Josh, like when we were like, when I was trying to calm car down, Josh, when he gets drunk, he's like a little like schoolboy. He poured water on her head from like over on the balcony. Yeah. And, I like, heard about that. Yeah. He, yeah, this is when we were talking, and I just looked at her, and I was like, oh, go do your thing. I got your back. Because at that point, it, like, I was fed up. Like, get the fuck out of that's, here. That's oh, a good wow. thing to ask Joss about on Saturday. Thanks for reminding me about that. I had forgotten because it's not something we actually saw. I think I read about it in your article, but I asked Joss yeah. about, about uh, you know, continuing on Wes's long legacy of pouring liquids onto Car Maria <laughs> on the challenge. And- I, I think it was meant to be harmless, though. So. Yeah, but it was, but it, but it added fuel to the fire. Is that what oh, you're yeah. saying? So oh, yeah. it was already like shit was already shaking. Like the house was already rocking. She was already pissed off, and you two are ha- trying to have like this like civilized conversation and 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 and, and try to get things calmed down and be like like real people and have a mature conversation. And then here comes a fucking bottle of water poured on Cara Maria's head, smack dab, and it just fucking nailed her. Right? Yep. And I just looked at her. And I was like, go for it. Like we didn't talk. <laughs> so she went and exploded on everybody when yep. it was Joss that sort of fueled the fire with water. He didn't feel the fire. The fire was fueling. Yeah. <laughs> Your uh, gif. What do you call him? Gif or Jif? I say gif. I don't care if it's Jif. Your My gif reactions. game. Your reaction <laughs> game has been on fleek this entire season. Whoever's <laughs> running the challenge, media or digital, you've alluded to them a couple times. So I'd, I'd believe it if you told me that they were in your wedding party. Uh, they are out to make you look both hilarious and amazing <laughs> every week. Every week, it's like instantaneously whatever amazing face or cutaway that you have made during like one of those two shot interviews with you and Kara is turned into a gif and is up online before I can even say Marie, your corn. So kudos to that person. It's so funny. How does it feel to have your own personal hype man uh, running the challenge Twitter for you? I actually am the challenge Twitter. That's why. That makes perfect sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) That makes perfect sense to me. Okay. Um, I have a, okay, here's a good question. Um, so what, out of everything that's happened this season, I mean, I don't know exactly who, you know, is going to be there or not going to be there because of when they got eliminated, but out of everything that's happened this season, the stuff that you witnessed in person and also the stuff you've seen play out in Redemption House by watching the show and recapping it, like, what are you the most excited to see play out on the reunion for this season? Like, what to you is the storyline that I know we haven't seen the end of the season yet? But what, who are you excited to see in the same room again after everything you saw play out this season? Devon. Yeah, right. I think she's going to read that entire room and I'm just going to be chilling. Like, I need to leave this show on a high note. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> we, uh, I asked you this in person. Can you help us get her on the show? Because she's like the missing link, I think. For us, she we we I think unintentionally offended her one week when we had Sylvia on. Sylvia basically headbutted our chances <laughs> of getting Devon on the show when uh, we had her on. But but no, I mean I don't know if she'll <laughs> ever come on without like a good word from a close bud. So we would love to have her on. We think she's hilarious. Well, um, I just gotta tell her that you guys are all Team BB and Car and Polly, and then you know I think she'll feel comfortable. Yeah, well, I am a big. Bro- I mean, I watched I watched her last season of Big Brother. I'm just messing with I'm you guys. Seriously, <laughs> no, you can he tell, is. You can tell her he all day. is. Yeah. He's totally biased that way. That's why I gotta be like slightly lavender lady like. <laughs> 
We, Pop off. We sell Shane what? T-shirts. I'm Come very on. lady. I'm very ladylike. Parentheses lavender. <laughs> um, I can't even. Marie, so uh, anything you want to say before we let you go? Because I know you got to run in a few minutes. Anything you want to say to this new loyal fan base that you've acquired over the course of the final reckoning? Um, because they've they've clearly given you moral support. They've <laughs> you know your your retweet game has been taken to another level. Um, just just tell me how it feels to have people rooting for you so openly. I mean, you you definitely had some niche fans before. D and I yeah. were two of them, but now it's like a thing it's like the cool thing to do to quote unquote stan marie i know it's I, listen i told you guys this day was going to come did i not you did. <laughs> you did. could you could you imagine could could you could you imagine what every what 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 our lives were like when when we were all team marie a couple of months ago and people were trying to fucking gouge our eyes out because we were biased yeah, I do imagine. I've I've been there. I've been there for a very long time. It feels Fuck. good to be out. <laughs> the difference, can I just say this, and I mean this in a flattering way, the difference in response that we got when we announced we we're having you on the show this week compared to the first time we had you on. And again, it was one of those times where we had you on and everyone was like, Oh my God, she was awesome. Now I have this newfound respect for Marie, but that was coming <laughs> on the heels of that basket case performance. It's oh, a little gosh. bit of a different scenario here, but just in general, the excitement level and, and whatnot was completely different. So what do you have to say to these people that have been, I mean, like I've seen you in person with them. You're very gracious. <laughs> you're very nice to them. You give them the clothing off your back. I've seen that happen. <laughs> Talk about that. Listen, guys, like I, whoever loves me, I love them back. You know, at the end of the day, if you like me, there's a good possibility that in person, I would like you too, especially now that you're getting to know the, the real me for my niches out there. Love you. Like we're back. Don't worry. And, uh, the rest of the challenge is not going to slow up. Like it's going to get crazier and crazier and crazier. And like I said, Car and I are just warming up. So anything you want to say, I mean, now take yourself back. I know it's been a few months since the filming, you're back at home. It's a little bit late at night, but put yourself back in the mindset of like where you were when what was just shot that we saw on TV tonight happen. Do you have anything to say to the lavender ladies, to these so-called friends of yours that are, that are gunning for you? What do you have to say to them? I have nothing to say to them. It's all, yeah. it's all gravy, baby. I don't care. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. <laughs> Take it easy. Take it easy on my people over there. On your lavender ladies. Yeah. Listen, I'm not getting involved. I'm money right now, guys, so... <laughs> You're so money and you don't even know it. So, so, so put that. So, oh, I don't I know. I mean, you guys win next week. Did you answer the question about uh, you being done with the challenge? Because, I mean, like, you, you, what did you say that on? Like, an ask me anything well, or something I, like that? I, I, th- I feel like people are never done with a challenge. It's like a drug. You know, we all keep coming back and back. Um, but I would like to, like, get my life stable, you know, for a little while. So we'll see. What does that mean for you? What, is, what does, like, stable mean for you? Like, what's unstable about it when you're in the thick of the challenge? Not, like, having a job every single day and, you know, not finding a boyfriend because I'm shipping off to film something every three months. I'm getting old, you know, my, uh, what's the first the time step? Is what's the first yeah. step to finding said boyfriend? Is it like, are you going on to Bumble or Tinder? Is there a guy you already have in mind that you're just going to step up the game with? How does that go? You know, it's all about the confidence. I'm, I'm feeling good right now. You know, I'm on a high. People are noticing me. People are being nice to me. You know, I, I got my swagger back, so we'll see. There's is, tons of different outlets out there. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, there's tons of different dating apps out there for Marie. Um, well, it's the perfect time to launch a Marie T-shirt at the Challenge Mania shop, so that'll be coming at you guys soon. We're just yes. working. On, we're just working on it, so that will be up soon. Um, 
And I had one more question for you. What was it? Oh, you you tweeted today uh, something that I found, I, I, and I made a joke about it, and then I kind of felt bad. I was like, oh, man, what if she was, like, really serious and sad? Something about always wanting, like, ever want to run away? Well, where did that come from? I mean, like, this going into this episode where at the end of this episode, I mean, I think that was the last thing you'd want to do. This was, like, such a culminating moment for you on this season and on the challenge. What was it that, that drove you to tweet that? Nothing like that. I just, like, sometimes you need a vacation, and I need them often. So, <laughs> and not the kind of vacation where you live in a room with bunk beds with like eight other freaks and you guys are drinking all day out of green wine glasses and competing yeah. four times a week, right? No, not that kind of vacation. Yeah, no. And, and if also, like, if I'm going back on a show, like, I don't want to go home first. Like, give me a full season. See what happens when you give me, like, a lot of episodes. The people love me. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly do. Don't, no, yeah, can you cue can you that song, uh, that song, Hero? Like, can we get a montage of uh, Marie? You're corny. You're corny. And, like, she's my hero. Wait, I have one question for you guys before we hang out. Yeah. What was your favorite line of mine this episode? Because I think I killed some of those confessions. Uh, well, you know, well, you know what mine was was it was it was when you were talking to Ashley and what was it you said like uh, what did you call her? Oh man, I gotta pull it up. Paranoid Pam. Yeah, you're like, but you just it rolled off your tongue as if it was like a thing everyone says once a week. You were like, why are you being such a paranoid Pam? And I was like, it's just like that well, is. We, we call Ashley Paranoid Pam. That's like her nickname. Oh, that makes sense then. I thought that was just like you, like it was the next line in the line of like negative Nancy, Debbie Downer, Paranoid Pam, <laughs> you know, Scuba yeah. Steve. You know, I just didn't, you know. Oh, got it. So yeah. that's what she gets called. She's <laughs> never been called that on camera, really, has she? Um, probably time. not. No. Yeah. All right. Know. Well, shout, Craig. I've, go start working on a paranoid Pam shirt, Craig. I've, I've got, a, I've got, I've got quotes from a few of your personalities. I don't <laughs> know which four of them they are, since we've clarified there's only four now. But I got three or four, I think. Um, one of them says, uh, "I don't know how you put it, but it was fucking awesome. It was, <laughs> I don't burn bridges, I drop <laughs> bombs, and then." A, Fires take way too slow. Wait, and what? Fires take way too slow. Yeah. I'm shot. <laughs> so I can burn everyone alive. Oh my god, I'm shot. <laughs> and then I got another one. It's uh if you wait, that so that one was pretty good. The the well, like I like it. it was like clever, creative, all, all in one. And then you had another one that was um if you touch me again, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> That's my warning. First of all, I can't believe they fucking played that. Because what if one day you go and like kill well, someone? Wait, guys, there's a story behind that. Before I get off, so basically, TJ pulled us over and like called. We had to film a scene where TJ was basically warning us that if we do this again, like we're out after the headbutt thing. Uh-huh. So I was talking. I was like, "Oh yeah, TJ, that's your warning." I was like, "Here's my warning." <laughs> wow. But yeah, it went towards Sylvia. And then so. you said that, and you said that to TJ. Way to make TJ look like a piece of shit. This is just like, oh yeah, TJ, you're going to give me a warning. How about I warn you? I'm going to kill her. Wow. <laughs> Did you do that? Really? Yeah. I mean, this is, I was letting producers know. Yeah. I'm shocked. I'm the shocked they didn't show TJ giving you that warning. They and, still might. Who knows? Oh, I think, can't believe. Oh. I can't believe how much shit you've gotten away with this, this, this challenge. <laughs> and, and we can't talk about it, but we, we think that there's more. So, um, I think, I think you stomp out a uh, fucking Kyle's hand at some point, uh, with your heel, but I don't know if that's, there's that. a high potential of that. Here's a good yeah. one, Marie. Here's a hypothetical. Here's a hypothetical question. If you guys do lose next week, 
who are you leaving a note or an item to in the house? Are you leaving like a piece of jewelry to somebody? Leaving a, like a, I'm going to kill you note to Sylvia? What are you doing? Because we've seen this play out several episodes in a row here. Kyle leaving the jewelry to Kara in sort of a borderline cringeworthy slash touching moment. And then Tony getting that note from Zach that him and Bananas read. What's your move? No move. No move. Just silence. Just nothing. Just out the gate. I leave nothing. Yep. I leave nothing. I leave nothing. And here's my... And here's my, and here's my last quote. Here's my last quote. And it's got a little bit of sobbing behind it. (laughs) You, 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 you called me friend. (laughs) So cute. Fucking adorable. Something like that. You know what? Someone needs to be working on a, what is it? Stepbrothers when it's like, did we just become best friends? That, yeah, that's someone needs to be working on that for you guys right now, and pretty sure they are. Marie and Cara Photoshop contest, guys. Whoever does the best version of that gets some Challenge Mania swag, maybe even some Marie Hell swag. Yeah. We'll see. Marie, thank you. I know you said you got to run, so we'll let you go. You know where to find her on Twitter at Marie underscore TBD and TBD. What happens to her this season on the Final Reckoning? <laughs> Have fun at the reunion. You know where to find us on thank Saturday you if you decide to uh, turn on your friends and come hang out with us at the DC Improv. And uh, congratulations. On Successfully getting uh, headbutted and staying in the house, and uh, we're, we're rooting for you. Not necessarily Thank over you. Nelson and Shane, but we're rooting for you. You know it. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. I'm Team Cara. That's why. What are you talking <laughs> about? Yeah, of course, we're ro- of course we're rooting for the girls to win next week. What are you talking about? Hell yeah, girl power. Yeah, girl man, girl power. power, bro. What kind of a fucking man are you, Scott? What kind of a man are you? You know, you sound anyway. like you sound really needy and you sound really greedy. <laughs> um, and with that, thank you guys. It has been a pleasure. Hey, it was <laughs> nice seeing you. The other, it was nice seeing you last week. Great seeing you. I'll see you guys soon. Yeah, I'll talk yeah. to you tomorrow. All right, bye guys. Peace, bye. See ya. All right, buddy. She's great as always, but as you can you can tell, she is in a great place right now, Marie. She's loving life. Yeah, man, dude, she's, I, I love it, man. And, and like, I love seeing people, you know, make, move their way up and, and notice, you know, some more positivity in this like hard nosed reality TV world that we live in. Because I mean, people fucking throw stones, man, you know, they do. And, and they hurt, they hurt us, you know, and I say us because I've, I've been there, you know, and sometimes it still happens, you know, and we we have to find ways to 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 feel like this 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 was a good thing that happened to us in our lives you know even if you don't want a challenge you know you got to find something good and i'm glad she's sort of marie sort of kind of making her way up and starting to feel the love you know feel the love feel the good energy and stuff like that from uh the world around her the community you know so rock on if you guys are are, are rocking out with with um is Cara Marie. Yeah, Marie? and continue to let her hear it on social, guys, at Marie underscore TBD on Twitter. I'm at Shot of Jaeger. He's at Derek MTV. We have a couple live dates coming at you really soon, so we cannot wait to meet and see you at those. Once again, D.C. this Saturday, October 13th. That's at the D.C. Improv. Tickets available at ChallengeManiaDC.com. Me, D, Joss, Devin, Kayla, and Hunter. That's right. It's going to be a jam-packed house of the D.C. Improv. Do not wait to get tickets. We'll see you in a few days. And then in two weeks... November the 3rd, Atlanta. That's right. Hot Atlanta. Bring your Matt Ryan jerseys. Bring your Dominic Wilkins jerseys. It's going to be Brittany Nicole, Chuck Mowry, myself, <laughs> 
D and our man Kahuta Grindstaff. You know he's a great storyteller. We might just give him the mic and let him go for 90 minutes straight. That's at the Punchline <laughs> Atlanta. Challengemania.live for tickets. It's going to be a great day. That one's going to be a 4 p.m. meet and greet and a 6 p.m. live show, even though this Saturday, please note, this Saturday in D.C., 1 p.m. meet and greet, 3 p.m. live show over the D.C. Improv. Challengemaniadc.com for tickets. D, let's let these folks go so they can hop over to those ticket sites and grab their tickets. You got anything else for them? Yeah, as long as you don't let me forget that I want a patron-only picture, only family picture at all these events. Yes, Scott. yes, and we are. We have just figured out who our next meet the patron is going to be. It's going to be Nikki Simonetti Davis, who came all the way from California to our last viewing party. We're going to interview her over at patreon.com slash challenge mania. That's where we pick one of you guys per month to come on meet the patrons and get in the hot seat, get interviewed challenge mania style. Nikki's up next, but you could be next after that. So make sure you let us know why we should choose you for meet the patrons. It's one of the many benefits of being a patron over at challenge mania. Uh, that's patreon.com slash challenge mania. Another fun thing we do, we have a survivor contest where everybody got to pick a survivor whoever wins survivor that person is going to be winning a challenge mania swag pack we have a challenge mania charity fantasy football league that stephanie severino is winning right now we lost this week to joshua watch we had a nice time with over at the new york city uh, viewing party so shouts to joshua he had some very nice words for us punt pass and politic he's up there in the rankings as well and uh, he beat us this week so kudos to josh Thank you to all of our patrons. Thank you to all of our listeners. We appreciate you. We're glad you're enjoying the final reckoning season as much as we are. It's really starting to hit its stride. If you want to hear D and I talk about it further, patreon.com slash challenge mania. And we hope to see you guys here in DC on Saturday, rocking some of our fresh threads. You know where to get those challenge mania.shop. We're going to be launching that Marie gear real soon. We got some Darrell gear coming at you real soon. It's going to be a fun time over at challenge mania.shop. Should have some free shipping for you guys soon too, as well. Man, we really are getting our ass kicked in that freaking fantasy football league, Scott. All right, come on. All right. The little Steph, the little Steph was talking shit all days, but just saying. You ain't got to rub it in. You ain't got to rub it in. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Beavis, I'll let you go. All right, I'm I'm butthead oh. here, Beavis. Just trying to give you the respect and call myself butthead. All right, uh, all right, bye. Oh, oh, bye, 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 Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I fucking remember. Dude, get me out of here. Get All me right. out of this warp zone you just threw me in. Later, buddy. Bye. Challenge Mania Patreon is now live. Head to patreon.com slash challengemania or challengemaniapodcast.com to get the scoop on how you can get access to new bonus Challenge Mania content. Hey, uh, wait a minute. Does this mean Challenge Mania is going to cost money now? No. Challenge Mania is still 100% free. You'll still get two episodes every week with your favorite challenge stars just like you do now. That will not change. Oh, so it's just bonus episodes, special Q&As, video content, and contests for patrons? Exactly. Got it. The Challenge Mania Patreon is 100% voluntary. By listening to the show, you're already doing enough. 
But if you're craving some more, want to score some exclusive goodies, or just want to show your appreciation for the show, ChallengeManiaPodcast.com is where you can go get it. Tune out with Nevia by Moen, the spa shower that offers double the coverage using about half the water, making it look, sound, and feel totally different. Learn more at moen.com slash nebbia.